It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Earn, man. What's up, DJ Earn? Happy New Year, bro. Happy New Year? Yeah. Can we still say Happy New Year? Yeah. Larry David, I seen a tweet. Yeah. Larry David said you can't say Happy New Year after the 7th of January. Why? Oh, I don't know. Week. Oh, yeah. We don't got to listen to him, though. Yeah. Happy New Year, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and Happy New Year to all y'all listening and first-time listeners, as well as the family members. Welcome to the New Year. I'm excited, man. I'm excited to mm-hmm. get things started. For those first-time listeners, as I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, yep. right? We do that by providing amazing, uplifting, inspiring stories of individuals, groups, movements, all hustlers, right. shakers, mm-hmm. pioneers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Change makers. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a new one. That's a new one? Yeah. yeah you know, I could keep so. going, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but ultimately, man, really uh, here to, um, to, to amplify the stories, man, and really try to inspire our community out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is your first time listening, welcome to the family, man. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We're going to keep rocking, right? Always. Into the new year. Mm-hmm. Now, um, getting that out the way, you don't got no announcements, right, bro? Nope. Nothing? Nope. Okay, cool. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Well, if you feel free, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. Say what's on your mind, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, getting that out the way, obviously, if you're a consistent listener, you know how it gets down. We bring amazing um, guests up here, right? That's mm-hmm. that's that's our that's our mo first and foremost, mm-hmm. right? And today's guest, um, I'm excited. We're excited is a, is a man who I'd say uh, whose hustle and commitment to excellence in his ventures and pursuits is nothing short of motivating. Um, and inspiring. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a true culture cultivator. He's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up, right? Yep. Right? Um, a little bit of insight on the bro- on the work this brother's been doing. He represents the wonderful world of real estate and investing uh, with a long resume of excelling as one of the top industry leaders uh, with over $250 million in real estate sales to date. Uh, major, right? Um, major. And a little bit more background. In 2017, he was actually named one of the 425 Business Magazine's 30 Under 30 Professionals. Um, in addition to that, he's also had the honor and has the honor of serving as one of the proud members of the Forbes Real Estate Council, along with other top uh, industry leaders in the space. Um, and I'm, I'm, t- I'm saying all this to say, um, with the credentials, with the background, with the resume, and the wealth of experience and knowledge this guy has been able to attain thus far, um, all of it is attributed to nothing else but the journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the story and how he got to where he is. And he's just getting started, which is even crazier, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just get straight to him, man. I'm excited to to bring him here for the audience, for the family members. Our guest is none other than the motivating force himself, Lucas Pinto. Can we get a round of applause, man? Yeah. Give it up. Give it up. Give thank it up. you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you for having me on the podcast. And uh, I heard it's the first one of the year. Yes, and sir. I, I hope I can provide some value to the listeners. Come on, man. man. Come on. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure having you. It's an honor, man. How are you doing today? How's your day going? Life is good, man. Life is good. No complaints. Yes, sir. Yeah. Come yeah, on, man. Good. Let's we're take here. that. Let's take that message and 10x that message. Real Come quick. on, baby. 10x, man. <laughs> I've seen that. I had to say that. Um, so, uh, if you're familiar with the show, we always start the show with a quote of the day, uh, something mm-hmm. to kind of get the vibe right, get the mood right. 
Brother Man Erm. All right. All right man. Come on, start us off right with the year, man. It's been man. a long time, man, but uh, <laughs> the quote of the day is the three C's of life, choices, chances, and changes. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to come harder. No, 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 no. Yeah, you yeah, you yeah. came correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another C yeah. word. You came correct on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that quote by? Uh, so Zig Ziglar. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Zig. Yep. Shout out to Zig, man. You want you want to run it back? Yeah, some I'll people, run it back. Some people man. might have been snoozing, man. All right, for sure. So the quote is the three C's of life, choices, chances, and changes. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. Mm. I like that, bro. Mm -hmm. I like that. That that actually goes into and we we bring in the quotes obviously because it's a great conversation starter. Mm -hmm. Um but I in in reading kind of up on your work, right? Yeah. I was able to pull a quote from uh article in the Forbes Real Estate Council. And, and one thing you said that stuck out to me was uh, you said, be obsessed with getting your client, your product or service, be obsessed with providing them with the highest level of service and satisfaction and be obsessed with solving their problems and growing your business in the process. Um, and that stuck out to me because I'm curious if you can explain what the work you're doing with you and your team. Um, how would you say that mantra is displayed in, in what you guys do and what you provide, if you could? Yeah, man. So I'm in an industry, real estate, um, all across the United States is hyper competitive. Yeah. Like there's over 27,000 realtors in, in the Puget Sound area. And when I first got into the industry, everyone around me, best friends, family, tried to talk me out of it mm. because they said it was too competitive. Yeah. And the reality is there's a lot of realtors, but the competition really isn't there because the, the the messy middle, the averageness is what most people are stuck at. Mm. And for you to, to rise to, to the top 10% or 5% of your industry, it just takes a little bit more. Mm -hmm. it, it's not rocket science. Yeah. And the more industries I started looking around, I'm like, man, every industry is competitive. Mm -hmm. Show me an industry that isn't competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're, you're, you're going to be grinding and hustling in any industry. But if you put in that little bit more effort to, to, to serve your client a little bit more, to go one step above and beyond, the results for that little effort are unproportional. Mm -hmm. you know, That's real. It's, it's crazy. Like in my industry, man, there's, you know, out of those 27,000 realtors, there's 13% earning 80% of the money. Mm. Like, that's crazy to think about, yeah. wow. you know, yeah. like wow. in, in most industries, like that's the way they roll, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm. like the, 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 the top 10% get the bulk of the yeah. money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. So. I like that term. You said messy middle. I yeah. Like that. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense when you break it down that way. For yeah. real. So, um, let's take it back. Um, so we just want to get into your early life. When yeah. The journey started. Um, yeah, man. Growing up, you know. Yeah. So I was born in Brazil. Mm. I was born in Brazil, and we migrated to the United States. I think I was probably about six years old. And um, it was me, my parents, and my sister. And Brazil's a third-world country, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it's my family was just looking for, for some sort of better life. Mm. And um, we moved to Naples, Florida. And Naples, Florida is like old rich retirement mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. and we got there and you know my my mom had to go clean houses my dad had to go clean boats mm -hmm. my dad in brazil was an attorney 
So you could imagine for him, like from that from transition, that yeah. transition yeah. from being a well-respected attorney to now cleaning boats. Yeah. And, you know, the, 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 I think, you know, as I look back in my life, I think at an early age for me, what I realized is like, man, money will solve most of the problems around mm-hmm. my household. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, it, it might not make you happy, but it will solve a bunch of problems yeah. we got going on around here. Yeah. So that's, you know, that kind of started since I was young. It started this thing where like, you know, if I, I could solve a lot of the problems for the people that I love by, by acquiring resources that I don't have and yeah. I don't know how to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's, that's real. And I, I want to kind of stay there for a second because I think, our childhood upbringings really play a role, a major role in our mm-hmm. present day, right? Yeah. Um, and if you could look back, um, I guess you, you mentioned your parents, but like, how would you say they they were influential in your mindset growing up? Yeah, I think um, looking back to my dad, I think the work ethic that I got that I have today is from my dad. Mm-hmm. Like he he just he was a workhorse, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, he was willing to put in the hours. And he also taught me a lot of what not to do mm. in regards to, to managing money or, you know, uh, you know there, there are certain lessons in there that I picked up that I'm like, ah, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to take this one. Yeah. yeah. And for my mom, I mean, my mom is just a simple lady. You know what I mean? She was just always caring and nurturing. Um, but but to be honest, you know, and I, not, not to put down my parents, like it, it, it's – there were lessons in there, like a lot of values that were instilled, but in regards to, you know, my career, I really, I had to go outside yeah. to learn that. But yeah. I realized that at a young age, yeah. you know, I yeah, realized yeah. that I had to go to other people to get that because my parents didn't have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Even like, um, I mean, we kind of, you know, it's kind of the same story with For us. Sure. Our parents were immigrants and it's like, yeah, um, we're from. Uh, Eritrea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, or just the Horn of Africa, East Africa. Okay. So, um, yeah, just getting that mindset where they sacrifice. So it's like, you're like, you know, it's kind of like just go to school, but then we kind of have to yeah. go outside of that. Yeah. So I like how you brought yeah. that up. Like, yeah. we go outside of that and we yeah. kind of like learn stuff. It's instilled go, in us. You know? Yeah. You, yeah. You kind of see what, what, what's needed based on what's not there. Yeah. And you try to figure out how to go get it. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that's real, man. Um, now, as you as you're kind of growing up, right, and I mm. think you know people try their hands at a lot of things, mm. right? People see you now and they see a, a well polished real estate professional and investor. Yeah. Um, but what were some of those kind of like stepping stone type of jobs mm. or things that oh, that may have been <laughs> that may have been the plan, but ended yeah. up becoming a stepping stone? Do, yeah. do you have stuff like that? Yo, of course, bro. <laughs> I mean, my my first job. Um, so I I grew up. Um, around like most kids Florida is so diverse you mm-hmm. know that's what I love by like, so I got like I, I got to see so much of different cultures and different class levels and mm-hmm. income levels yeah um, but my first job was at 15 years old was uh, they would pick us up after football practice freshman year it was this guy Paul would pick us up in a van and there would be like 12 of us sweaty as hell <laughs> shout out Paul and shout out <laughs> no, but Paul but I I'm pretty sure Paul was a crackhead. You know, now that I think back, Paul was like, so Paul would pick us up 
and we had no idea, you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're all just in high school, and, and everybody on that bus was broke, of yeah, course, because yeah, yeah. the rich kids wouldn't go yeah, sell a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> so it was all the broke kids, and he stopped at a gas station, and he would drop us off in the neighborhood in 100-degree weather in Florida, mm-hmm. and we'd go around these houses just door-knocking and asking people if they want to buy a subscription to the newspaper. Wow. You know, wow. so that that was my first job. And I was happy. I was like, shoot, I yeah, got a yeah, job, man. Yeah. I can make some money. I'm productive, yeah. especially yeah. at that age. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm real. like all since I was at a young age, I was just like, how can I get some money? Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know, like, starts early. Yeah. And mo- most places didn't want to hire me back then. So, <laughs> um, Shout out Paul. Man. Yeah, Shout out the Pauls of the world, actually. <laughs> 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 oh man and then from there man i mean i had uh there's a time after high school where i just felt so i just felt like such a loser man mm. you know and that's how i ended up in washington state because um i could like in school i just didn't apply myself mm. you know what i mean i knew everyone was was going to go to college i knew my parents didn't have money to pay for college mm-hmm. so i'm like shit Mm-hmm. How am I going to focus my energy here? Yeah. So I chased girls instead. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it got out of college, and or I'm sorry, it got out of high school, and I saw all my friends going to college, and I was just like, I felt that pressure to yeah. be following those steps. Yeah. Instead, I uh, opened a map one day. I had a, a job at a restaurant as a as a busser. Okay. Opened a map, and I'm like, dude, I'm moving. And I looked at Washington State. I was like, That's, I've never been there, wow. but it's on the other side of the country. We're going within a week. Wow. Bought a plane ticket. You know, I came out here with maybe like 1400 bucks in yeah. my pocket. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, my parents went crazy. Yeah, everybody thought I was going crazy, but uh, <laughs> it worked out, man. You it had to do it. It had to do it. I came out here. I landed at the airport, and I'm like, okay, now what? I didn't even know where I was going to stay. What age wow. What age was this? When was you- 19. Wow. So I'm 29 today, 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, what was that transition like when you first got here, you know? So, I mean, it's crazy because I feel like as I look back now, there I feel like there are certain events in life that are pure grace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't explain why that happened that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the money that I got here with was because there was this lady, Linda, who my mom cleaned her house for several years. My mom was her cleaning lady. And she had asked my mom, hey, would your son like to help me? I know he works at a restaurant. Would he like me? Would he like to help me out catering this party that I'm having? Mm-hmm. And I helped her cater the party. And super nice lady. I mean, probably like a $15 million home on the beach in Naples. Just crazy. Mm-hmm. So I helped her and her husband out for maybe two and a half hours. And she and her husband cut me a check um she's like i don't want you to open this till after you get home and that check was twenty five hundred dollars and that was the money that i used for my plane ticket Mm. and so that's how i got to washington state was with that money so i was like okay this is a sign because the idea was in my head yeah and it was in between and as soon as i got that check i'm like okay we're doing it this is yeah that's it's crazy how the universe responds to especially at that time and sometimes when you're young you don't probably know how powerful the universe is until you mm-hmm. kind of come into the deeper understanding as we get older um but that's a that's a pivotal moment and i, I asked we asked those questions because it is important especially for people listening and watching to understand the power of reflection mm-hmm. right because yeah. you'll know exactly where you're going if you yeah. can go back and 
pinpoint certain moments just like you did right there. 100%. And going one step further to that, I think it's our responsibility, like someday or even now, I look for ways to kind of, you never know when you're going to be that person in someone Mm, else's life. That's right. Like I think back and I'm like, man, Linda changed my life. Mm. You know, it wasn't the money. It was the money at the perfect time. Exactly. You know, it could be a message at the perfect time. You know, so you never know, man. No, that's real. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. It's powerful stuff, man. I mean, that's what we're on this earth for, man, to create those moments. And sometimes it happens when it's supposed to happen. But you got to be, you got to, you got to be aware. You got to have your eyes open, you you know, know, your third eye, whatever. I don't know. You got to be aligned. (laughs) You got to, man. Now, um, now jumping into real estate, right? Um, You know, a lot of people want to go into that space. Mm -hmm. And I think transitioning from one industry to another can be, you know, a lofty goal or task or obstacle ahead of you. Um, what was that like for you? Like, to, how did you prepare yourself to say, okay, I want to start getting into real estate? Like, what was that? What was that transition like? Yeah. So, once I got up here, I ended up working restaurant jobs, became a bartender. Mm-hmm. I got out of like poverty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had money to put gas in my car and buy food, yeah. so that was cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, okay, hey. I wasn't driving '92 Ford Escort that yeah, would break yeah. down at red lights anymore. So yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Um, progress, progress, yeah, right? that's yeah, it. Yeah. And um, I started. I was like, okay, what, I still didn't know what I was gonna do in my life. I was like, man, you know. I, but I've always been super interested. And even back then, I was playing around with stocks. I was trying to understand real estate, but it was so foreign to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd pick up these books, man, and I'm like, man, these people, what the hell are they talking? Yeah. It was so foreign. Yeah, yeah. And I never felt like so. Coming from another country um, and not being college educated, I always felt uh, inferior in some way Mm -hmm. at that stage in my life. And I didn't, you know, it was subconscious. I didn't really realize that at the time. Yeah. So I ended up getting a a sales job. I was doing inside sales for uh, a local tech company called Quote Wizard. Okay. And this job, man, like every, you know, I had a friend at the time that was working there. And uh, he's like, dude, you should be in sales. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, like I always thought sales, like sleazy sales mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. used car guy. Yeah. I was like, nah, it ain't for <laughs> me, <Yeah>. bro. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. he eventually talked me into it. And before I started this job, I read a Grant Cardone sales book. Mm. And that kind of changed my perspective on sales. So I'm like, okay, well, let me, let me try. Let me really apply myself to this job. And dude, within... A month and a half, I was their number one salesperson mm. out of 60 people. And Quote Wizard ended up selling for something like, you know, $150 million. Like wow. it became a pretty, wow. pretty substantial company. And for the first time in my life, I was, uh, was 22 and was earning, uh, you know, I broke that six figure mark. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God. I, like <laughs> I made more money. I'm, I'm on track to make more money in one year than both of my parents did. Ever yeah in in this country yeah you know so for me I was like okay I, I fucking yeah. hate it baby mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. except I wasn't fulfilled mm-hmm. you know I was I was six seven months into this job the perks were great the benefits were great um, but there was you know the people that I was around in the office were like I'm thinking like okay how can I scale this how can we do more mm-hmm. and the company was telling me like no here's your quota 
if you hit it, great. If you sell any more of that, we keep it all. We ain't mm. paying you no more. Oh, wow. I said, what? Dude, I'm on fire. I'm trying to fly. Yeah, I'm trying to clip exactly. my wings. Yeah. So I, I kind of started looking around and talking to, to friends in, in different industries, you know, doing maybe uh, sales at a company like Salesforce or, mm. or, or other, uh, other, other uh, tech companies. And all of them were telling me the same thing. Yeah, we're, we're kind of capped. Yeah. I said, this is the craziest shit I've ever yeah. heard. If I make the company more money, you ain't paying me yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. I said, okay. Wow. So I saved up some money and I was trying to figure out, like, I was like, okay, man. Like, at the time I was making, I was starting to make some good money on stocks. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I, and I, I used to, like, at any given time, have at least two to three some sort of finance book with me, financial help, how to manage your money, budgeting, mm. that kind of stuff. Mm. Dave Ramsey, mm-hmm. all sorts of different approaches yeah. on finance because yeah. I wanted to see different perspectives. And um, where am I going with this? So at, I lost my train of thought. Is this edited at all? Or? No, we're edit. We so we were we were exiting <laughs> quote wizard. <laughs> yeah, we're, okay, we're right. I just edited it for you. Come up. Okay. okay. So we're we're yeah, yeah. we're getting out of quote wizard. I sat down with one of my best friends at the time. He yeah. was an older guy, pretty successful, and he was at Zillow at the like he pretty much started Zillow, and Zillow's a billion dollar company. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was talking to him at his house. I said, uh, Kurt, listen, man, I'm, I saved up some money. I'm thinking about getting in real estate. And he, like, we're sitting in the living room. He's like, dude, look me right in the eye. Don't get in real estate. You're never going to make it. It's too competitive. Too many realtors. The realtors are already established. You're never going to make it. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. You know, when it, like. Especially from someone that, you know, you really, yeah. you really rock with and, you you know, you consider. I was, a, I was expecting that, you that know. Push. Go, you know, that, that push. push. Yeah. And that, like, that brought me down so low. And I remember that drive home. And, you know, just replaying it back. And as, as soon as I was like, man, what else am I going to do now? You know, I was really set on this. Mm-hmm. And I saw, as soon as I pulled up to the house, parked the car, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Ne- next day I quit my job, uh, got licensed. I got licensed and, you know, I, I had maybe, you know, 20K in savings and boom, full time in real get estate. It. Let's yeah. get it. I think, um, and, and you, know what's, you know what's interesting First of all, your detail is amazing, by yeah. the way, the way you pinpoint. Yeah, you the reflection is important, man, you yeah. know, for those listening. I think that's why it's important to reflect so you know your story. Yeah. But um, what's interesting is what I've noticed is you were always kind of prepping yourself for mm-hmm. who you wanted to become, it seemed like. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you, you talked about having certain financial resources and mm-hmm. books. And, like, even if you didn't have nothing to do at that moment, mm-hmm. you know, based on what was in the books, you had it around you. Yeah. You we're constantly staying um, studious and constantly learning. And I think that's that's a key message for a lot of people out there where it's like, yo, even if you're not where you want to be, you still got to, you know, yeah. prep yeah. yourself yeah. for yeah. who you want to become. Do something. Yeah. 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 100%. That, that's important, man. It is. And, 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 you know, I think back, like, if, if anybody's at a situation where they don't know what to do, and I've spoken to, you know, a few people that reach out over mm-hmm. IG, hey, man, I'm 21, trying to just try different things yeah. and expose yourself to different industries, and certain things are going to click for you. Yeah. And then you follow that, yeah. you know, and, it, it, and, and you see if it starts, if it still pulls at you the same way it did after, you know, several months. Yeah. So, yeah, man, dove into real estate. 
and did, you when, know, when did you feel like you arrived? Uh, I still, <laughs> bro, I still feel like I yeah. have arrived. I was like, <laughs> that's shit. amazing. Like I'm that's trying amazing. to arrive. Well, <laughs> when did you? I guess to the real estate world. When did, when would you say you arrived? Like, what was that first deal? You know, people have that For like first yeah. deal when that first shot goes in. You're like, okay, it was the first one. I'm in the league now. It was the first. The first deal was the sweetest deal, bro. I was I was six months in. I had no mentor. I went into to the thing just trying to like you know i'm gonna figure this thing out yeah six months in blew through all my money i had like 12k credit card debt um he, my credit card's about to be maxed out rent was coming up and i had two roommates and i didn't know if i could pay rent and i was like oh my god what's gonna happen mm-hmm. and i ain't got no support i ain't got no yeah. parents i ain't yeah. got no friends yeah. you know what i mean yeah. nobody yeah. got money around yeah. me like we're all yeah. broke yeah, yeah. yeah. I so figure I, this out. you know i gotta <laughs> figure this shit out Thanks. so the six month um was my first deal i got my first deal when i was just like when it was the darkest you know i'm and and i mean dude this industry had me borderline in tears more than once Mm, like i'm not smart enough not good enough i can't do this i don't understand these contracts Mm. this guy is is 50 years old why would he trust me to purchase this first out you know what i mean things like that definitely and then that first deal came through and i was holding up a check for thirteen thousand dollars wiped out on my debt I had a little money to pay rent. Yeah. And that that first one was the game changer. Yeah. So the first six months of real estate, I didn't sell anything. The next six months of real estate, I sold 19 houses. Wow. And, you know, I think I made that in six months, I made something like $180,000, mm-hmm. which was more money than I made at my last job. Yeah. And then I was Powerful. like, that, and at times you asked that question, you know, when did I feel like I, at times, I falsely believed that I arrived. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when yeah. you feel like you arrived, you yeah. get swooped back down <laughs> real quick. You know that? Nah, but it's it's important though because I think it, it's um you know we 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 all manifest so much and we want to do things and mm-hmm. you, like you said, usually when it gets dark, yeah, you know the mm-hmm. first time it gets really dark and you overcome it and you see the light, um, you become a more accustomed to that yeah that switch you know yeah. that flip. I yeah. think you just got to fully commit. Like, yeah. you know, the fact that you said the industry almost brought you to tears so many times just shows, like, how committed you were to it, though. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you still put in the work, and it's like, you know, that's why everything worked out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you fully committed. That energy, know? man. No, yeah. that's real. It, it, that's it, real. What's interesting is, like, when somebody o- overcomes adversity, whatever the adversity they're dealing with, yeah. Mm-hmm, and they overcome that, they're now more confident in themselves yeah. to go in and take up the next thing, Facts. Yeah. you know? Facts. So, yeah, man, and then... I'm actually I'm actually curious. Sorry to cut you off, but I'm yeah. actually curious because there's a lot of people listening and watching to the show who may want to go into real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, want to jump in, want to take that leap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from your perspective, what are some of the most common mistakes you see people make prior to trying to jump into real estate? Yeah, so the biggest mistake I think people make is underestimating the amount of work and dedication that it will take your first year. Mm. Your first year of real estate, you're starting a business. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is hard to start a business. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, So every realtor that starts on my team now, part of the training is, hey, call your, call your boyfriend, your girlfriend, call your family members and tell them, hey, I'm going to be busy for the next six months. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Yeah. You know, focus on this thing and take it seriously. And then the second thing I would say is you need to burn the boats. 
I don't take on anybody on the team who's got a part-time job mm. or part. You know, I need somebody to be committed and burn all other options, and mm. this is their only option. Because mm. when you know, when somebody's backed up against the wall, you figure it out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's so, real. Yeah. Now that's important, man. Because you know, I think that's that's the message that people need to hear more, more times than not, mm-hmm. right? Like we can encourage each other to go do things. But let's keep it real too, right? Especially if you have that knowledge and mm-hmm. expertise. So I'm glad you I'm glad you shared that. Um, I'm also curious because part of, like you said, in the in the second part of the first year, yeah, you sold 19 homes, right? Yeah. Um, and as you're building, uh, you know this 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 is true for every industry, which is your brand name, your mm-hmm. reputation, yeah. um, is super important and holds a lot of weight, right? Mm-hmm. How would how did you kind of understand that as you were starting to build in it wasn't just me selling homes but oh, i'm building my own reputation here yeah. when, when did that kind of kick in for you it, it to be honest i think it, it took a couple of years for me to really understand like the importance of it you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. I, I knew i wanted to do a good job for people but but within a couple of years in i really understood the importance of really going above and beyond and like making the whole experience flawless for a consumer yeah Mm -hmm. you know it it, like i always think and and i have a a sense of appreciation for good great companies Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like for example i'll give you this example i always give something simple i was looking for a laptop Mm -hmm. i was told hey uh you know apple's overpriced i had a a a macbook but an old one they're like apple's overpriced you could get the same laptop best buy does all the stuff it's half the price okay go to best buy ask the guy hey man Here's what I do. What kind of laptop do I need? I don't know anything about laptops. Yeah. And he's walking me through all these different laptops, all these terms that I don't know. And I'm like, what? After like 15 minutes later, I still don't know what yeah. laptop to get. Yeah. I walk into an Apple store. Hey, man, I'm looking for a laptop. He asked me two questions. What do you do for it? Do you use it for this? Do you use it for that? No. Here's what you need. This is your laptop. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do I problem, sign? Problem yeah. solved. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's I, I appreciate great companies that 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 really take care of their consumers. Yeah. So no, for sure, man. That user consumer experience is it's half the battle, honestly. Yeah. Man, on everything. So um, I kind of want to ask you this too. So like in your, I guess in your own words or whatever, like how would you explain Seattle or King County's or this whole region's, I guess, real estate market. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy, man. Seattle um, has a shortage of houses, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm. So I'll give you some context. In a normal real estate market, there's six months of inventory, six months of houses. Mm-hmm. That's a good, healthy market. Our market has about two weeks of inventory right now, wow. and it's wow. been that case for like the last several years. So there's no houses, bro. Yeah. Like there's so many people moving here. There's no houses for yeah. sale. Yeah, that makes sense. And to add, you know, fire to that fuel, now you got like, you got institutional investors. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about billion dollar companies coming out and buying a whole block up of houses, which Mm -hmm. is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because now your your average guy is definitely priced out. Yeah. You can't compete. You can't compete with (laughs) these edge. You ain't competing with Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff is going to buy the whole block up, man. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, it's, but with that being said, you know, it, it's, can you still get a house? Yeah. You just need a good strategy. You need yeah. to know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. You have, need to have a plan in place. Mm-hmm. And real estate, dude, is like, real estate made me and my family wealthy. 
Like yeah. it changed my whole game up. Yeah. And it's such a simple thing, bro. Yeah. Like I got a high school education. I yeah. barely graduated yeah. high school and I'm able to grasp this thing and, 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 and grow my net worth by this much with such a simple concept. Yeah. And like my whole thing is I try to shout it out from the rooftops, yeah. Yeah. you know, and people are like, oh, man, you're just trying to sell a house. I don't need to sell more houses, yeah, bro. Yeah. We sell enough houses. I'm yeah. trying to put other people like, dude, buy something. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, I think I think real estate, even if it, even not just in Seattle, but across the nation, all the U.S., yeah. real estate is a game changer, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and definitely. I think, and I think the more we hear it, and the more, the more we see it, um, mm-hmm. it becomes kind of the norm. But I think there, there are still some universal laws, right, in every industry. Like, so when you're talking about focus, mm-hmm. right, like focus and strategy and planning and being organized and disciplined, um, regardless of the opportunity and how high the opportunities are, you still got to do all that stuff, yeah, right? One hundred percent. You know what I mean? So I think it's it's important for people to understand that, like, even if the market is great. You still got to do your due diligence, right? You got to know what you're doing, man. Yeah, man. Or find somebody that knows what they're doing. No, that's yeah. that's that's real. Um, I was curious, too, because, you know, being in real estate and, and, you know, there's different ways you can be involved in real estate. You don't yeah. necessarily have to be an agent. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was curious from your perspective as an agent um, in terms of competition versus collaboration, mm-hmm. right? Because... I kind of like look at it like the NBA, right? Like similar, like players compete all the time and they work out with each other in the off season and yeah. kind of build and stuff. Yeah. So how would you compare the two in terms of your industry? Like obviously you're competing, yeah. but do you collaborate? And, oh, and if so, how does that work? And how does that, how's that beneficial for other agents? 100%. So all real estate is either. And when I say real estate, I'm, and you're absolutely right. Real estate is so broad, yeah. you know, but the real estate that I do is I invest and that's one business. And then there's the real estate sales where we help people buy and sell and invest in there real estate. Yep. And both businesses, I haven't invented anything. Bro. Mm-hmm. I just go to people that are way smarter, way better, way richer than me and say, what you doing? Let me copy that. Yeah. And it's my obligation that when somebody's coming up, I do the same thing. There you go. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, you know, like you could tell a hundred realtors your strategy. One dude will go out there and implement it. Yep. And the rest will yeah. go in one year, out the other, and yeah. never do it. Yeah, execution. Execution. Man. There's <laughs> yeah. a, like all the that's information real. is out there. That's we got facts. Google. You know, like yeah. No, that's facts. I hear you. So, um, yeah. So what? I guess so. What are like? You, you mentioned some of the forms, but I guess I'm pretty much asking, like, what are the pros and the cons, kind of, like, of going into real estate in general? So, I think the pros are you get to make up your own hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's touch on the real estate sales side. You're thinking of becoming a realtor, right? You The pros are you get to make your own hours. You get to earn as much money as you want. There's no ceiling on it. The cons are you're plugged in your phone pretty much all day. Mm-hmm. You know, the cons are it, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's 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 a hustle. Now, let me touch on the other one, which is real estate investing. Mm-hmm. I ain't got mm-hmm. no cons on real estate investing. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't want to <laughs> yeah. call them cons. I'd rather call them, like, I guess, obstacles yeah. or whatever. You know, yeah. I don't want to yeah. call them cons. So for real estate investing, I mean, it's all 
good. I mean, that bit, like that, like I, I, my, my real estate sales business, bro, mm-hmm. I work my ass off building yeah. up these realtors, like working with clients. Mm-hmm. My real estate investing business is crazy. Like I make an acquisition, I make a purchase, and every month I just see the money come in and I don't do nothing. Yeah. It, works, it works for itself. It works yeah. for yep. itself. And yep. I could be wrong and still make money. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, the, the, the investing side of real estate is just, it's you know what really blew me up in in terms of net worth but the the pros of that are leverage right mm-hmm. I, you yeah. could most people could go out and buy their first property today with like three percent down yeah and borrow 97 percent of the money <laughs> yeah, from the yeah. bank with like a three percent interest rate. yeah, yeah. And then you get to write that off against your taxes mm-hmm. right so you lower your tax liability the cons are you know for most people looking to invest in real estate there's a huge education gap. You know, most first-time consumers are terrified because they read, their dad tells them something from when he bought a house 40 years ago, mm-hmm. then they see something else online, they don't know what's what. It's information overload. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, they need it. The information is out there. They, they need help making sense of all of it mm-hmm. is, is the biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say that that's probably the biggest obstacle for, for investing in real estate. Yeah. So, no, that's solid. That's yeah, solid I information. I always, I always like told myself and like, you know, even my peers, my friends and stuff, they're like, man, you get that, you just need that first one. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, once that, you get that first one, it's kind of like, you go through the process, you learn it, and then you kind of just, Bro, you know. it, it is a simple business. Mm-hmm. It's a simple business. And I've seen like, it's what's cool for me is that like, I've been at it for seven years. Yeah. I've helped people buy a house that they're like they thought never in their life they would own a home yeah three years later they see their equity go up they're like hey can we do it again mm. <laughs> and they do it again yeah, yeah exactly and, and like now fast forward seven years like these people are at a completely different position financially mm-hmm. just because they made a couple of plays yeah yep. you no, know man, so, it's, yeah it's it's important man and i think um and that's the impact too you know that's the impact of the work you do and sometimes it just yeah. feels natural it just feels easy, right? Yeah. And, and that's when it's, you know, aligned. That's when it's, you're in alignment, I feel like. You yeah, know? 100%. Um, I did want to talk about, you, you, you touched on it um, in answering Erm's question um, in terms of you're going to be plugged into your phone, right? Mm-hmm. There's a balance there, right? Yeah. And, and we know a very popular topic is the work-life balance. People yeah. talk about that shit all the time. Yeah. And um, I actually saw that you were featuring on a podcast uh, a while back called the Get Shit Done Podcast. Yeah. And uh, in it, you talked about the power of not only reading good books and good material, but one of the books you read was Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wilnick. Yep. Wilnick. And it talked about discipline and when mm-hmm. it comes to work-life balance. Can you touch on, from your perspective, how important the work-life balance is or how you even view it? Yeah, so I have a, I have a, I, and I don't know if this is correct, but this is the way I see it. Mm-hmm. I think work-life balance is bullshit, dude. Break it down, break it down. I think, I think there's no buckets in your life. Like, uh, like it's all life, dude. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Like, it, oh, and especially nowadays, I feel like people are connected all the time. Mm. So the way yeah. I see it is, why not make your whole thing beautiful? Make your work beautiful. Make your life beautiful. Make the whole thing just, just 
flow yeah. flawlessly. Because yeah. Yeah. I struggled the first couple of years in real estate finding that balance of work and life, mm. you know, trying yeah. to separate the two. And I couldn't do it, yeah. you know. And I feel like I'm my happiest when, you know, I could be, like I was in Miami for two weeks. Yeah. I was closing deals from the beach, having yeah. a blast. Yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. else am I going to be doing it's in Miami life. for two weeks? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly, man. So, yeah, it's it, all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah, I love that. But but for but real. I think it also depends on your industry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it. So yeah. But it is an overarching perspective too, in terms of how you just view life. Yeah. Right. Because regardless, you can be working. Shit, you could be working at the grocery store, and you don't have to view that as separate, right? You don't have to put right. that in a bucket on its own yeah. and then put your family in another bucket and put your friends in another bucket. Just yeah. look at everything in its totality. Um, right. And I think it allows you to be in align, alignment in everything you do, right? Yeah, 100%. That's kind of what I'm getting from that. That's, yeah. that's work for me, so, yeah. yeah. But I, th I think everybody's got it. I think it's a discovery process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The older you get, the more you start to see what works for you. Everybody's different. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I was gonna say. I was yeah. like, it it looks different for everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, yeah, yeah man. No, I I, lo I love it, man. This and I great. love I love the fact that um, you know, you you really bet on yourself. Yeah. I, if we look back at kind of your early stages, um, and I think there's people who who listen and watch this show who may have already bet on themselves or are trying mm -hmm. to bet on themselves. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing is when people hear investing, they think invest money but really it's investing energy and time right 100 percent, dude yeah you could get more money you can't get more time facts you know you you, yeah. you, you could go out and, and make some more money but you cannot get more time mm -hmm. yeah and the older i get the more i pay attention to that yeah you know the more yeah. like the more i i focus on that like one interesting thought i had the other day but like this is kind of an interesting i thought it was an interesting way to look at it my dad retired he moved back to brazil I see my dad maybe once every two years or so. Mm -hmm. My dad is in his late 70s. So do the math, dude. Yeah. If I see him once every two years, I may be going to see my dad again like another seven or eight times. When you wow, think yeah. about it like that, yeah. you're like, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you get yeah. goosebumps. You're yeah. like, okay, when I'm there, like. I got to be present. You got to yeah. be present. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I try to think of, of some things in my life from from that lens because it, it it might have a, a bit of gloom but it also brings more weight and focus to when you to that relationship or that thing yeah so. no definitely mm -hmm. well i think you know going into the 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 lane of betting on yourself and um being disciplined to try to build financial freedom which is what i'm getting as well may free up your time mm -hmm. to allow you to go spend more time 100 those people you love right 100 that's big yeah. man yeah and, big. And, and and dude i i see money is like i see it in these different different buckets of life you know like and i think figuring out the money part is what everyone i know like when i was broke that's the only thing i'll think of mm -hmm. dude money doesn't really make you any happier like that that's that's the truth like the more money i've gotten the more things i've gotten i haven't gotten happier what money does do is it frees it gives you freedom to go do whatever you want to do mm. and spend your time wherever you want to spend yeah. it find that happiness you know because that that will bring you happiness mm. you know being able to do the thing you want to do without having to worry shit can i pay my rent can i pay my bills you that's know? real so, yeah. that's real no that's, that's a gem for real because I, I think about that all the time i'm like man somebody 
gave me a million dollars today, what would really change? Like, yeah. would I really just be like super happy or am mm -hmm. I just happy with the fact that I got that, that it could free me to do other stuff? Yeah. yeah. So. The freedom to explore yeah. and discover. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I love that, man. Now, um, you know, we definitely want to tap into some of your current projects that you're working mm -hmm. on, you know, as as we as we can tell, this guy stays yeah. busy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's always working, always building. And so uh, I remember when we spoke on the phone, you mentioned that you're about to embark on a new chapter, yep. if we want to call it that, um, in terms of opening up your biz, your real estate side um, mm. to potential investors mm -hmm. and i'll let you explain kind of the details of it but it's it's considered a syndication is that syndication correct? Yeah. yeah so can you break that down in terms of i guess your plans for that and yeah 100 yeah, percent. so the the more i dove into real estate like i started off small right i started off investing in a little condo and then i went out and bought a townhome mm -hmm. then i went out and bought a single family home mm -hmm. then i went out and bought a duplex which mm -hmm. is two units side yep. by side then my last acquisition was, you know, I think it was, we just closed three months back. I went out and bought an 18-unit apartment building, bought the whole damn building, 18 mm. units. It's getting bigger. Yeah, it's getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, in every single one of these deals, I mean, dude, I got a good picker, man. I know, I, like, they're good. Like, every single one of my deals, like, I double my money within two to three years, mm. if not more, mm -hmm. on top of what I'm getting paid every single month. Yeah. So I've been doing this and people around me, like past clients or friends or people on my team that are now making some money, they're like, dude, dude let me give you some of my money. So you, I said, ah, it doesn't work like that, you know? Yeah. So I went to look into it. I'm like, okay, if I want to continue doing what I'm doing and I want to get whoever wants to invest with me, they can invest with me in these buildings. How do I do that? Well, turns out there's a bunch of bullshit you got to go through man because i can't like it's it's so, so bureaucratic yeah, you know they I mean? make it that way for a reason they make yeah. it that way for a reason and then like i i paid a ton of money to go to these seminars and learn how like i met some guys that own like ten thousand units bro think about that ten thousand yeah. doors that's, that's the lot. guy flew to this event in a private jet mm -hmm. and i'm sitting next to him and i'm like dude um but but what's interesting is like the, the guys who played this game is rich people already. Yeah. Like yeah. it's mm -hmm. like if you look at who owns multifamily real estate, the really big deals, four, five, six hundred units in the United States, they're all uh, insurance companies. Insurance companies have like inf insurance companies, wow. hedge funds. Yeah. yeah. So they make the whole game so complicated. And honestly, I feel like they make the whole game so complicated so the average person can't get involved. Mm. It's, which like a, I, it's like a weed out. It's yeah. like a weed out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, think yeah. about yeah. this, bro. Like for most people to go invest, if they, I got a homie, he wants to invest with me. It used to be that the only way he could invest in my, uh, in my syndication was was if he was an accredited investor. Mm -hmm. Well, you got to earn, you know, I think it's a million dollar plus net worth. Wow. And it, Wow. What? How does that make yeah. sense? You could, you let that fool go to Vegas. Yeah. You know, you yeah. don't stop yeah. him from spending his money in Vegas, exactly. but he can't yeah. invest his money. It with, don't make sense. It don't add up. It don't, wow. add, it don't up. add up. That's crazy. It's crazy yeah. to think about, That's man. Crazy, and, yeah. and most of like the more, you know, the more money I got, I realized like, dude, the best investment opportunities, like the no brainers are always open to the people with more money. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like this whole thing is fucked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, rigged. it's rigged. It's rigged in it, a way. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so I, I I'm in the process to start the syndication. I got to hire a bunch of attorneys. We got to file with the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission. Yeah. They got to get approved. Yep. But the the idea of a syndication is basically this, to simplify, because I'm a simple fucking dude. Come on. I find a building that makes money. I'm going to throw the bulk of my money in that building. All the debt is going to come on my name. If you want to own 10% of that building, 5% of that building, you give me your money. You're going to have 5%, 10% ownership of the company. Mm-hmm. Every single month, you're going to get a check. That's going to be your profit. Mm-hmm. Every single month, my tenants pay their rent. And part of that money, if you own 10%, 10% goes to you every single month. At the end of the year, you get something called, uh, you get to write off the depreciation of that asset against mm-hmm. your taxes. And this is another thing that I figured out. Like, dude, taxes is a gambit. Yeah. Like, I paid more <laughs> yeah, taxes bro. as a bartender than I do today. Like, wow. it is fucked. Interesting. You wow. know, and it, and it is because it, I'm no accountant. I'm figuring yeah. these things out as yeah. I'm getting it's money. That information, yeah. though, man. The information barrier. Yeah, it, it is crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. It is like my, my assistant last year paid more taxes than I did. Interesting. It's wow. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And it, it, it's, it's so, uh, it's very rigged towards the wealthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, th- there is no doubt about it. Yeah. So the whole idea of the syndication is basically that. After uh, we estimate most of our syndication that within three to four, three to five years timeline, what we do is, so if you think about from the time we buy a property, uh, rents are increasing on average in the Seattle area about 13% a year. Crazy. That's crazy. In other areas of the country, is much higher, right? Yeah. Rents are going up like crazy. Yeah. So every year, the rents of that property are going to increase, which means more of a profit mm-hmm. at around year four, year five. And we make it, we make it nicer. We fix it up. We, yeah. we, we increase the rents and right around year four, year five, we do something called a cash out refinance mm-hmm. where we pull all the profits out of the property and pay the investors their profit mm-hmm. and then some, and then it's up to the investor if they want to leave their original money in there after the fourth or fifth year, they probably already doubled their money by then, mm-hmm. not counting the monthly check that they get. Yeah. And it's up to them if they want to keep their money parked in the syndication or if they want to take it back out yeah. and invest it elsewhere. That's amazing. Man. But it, it, if yeah. you look at the returns, like dude, I will, I'll beat the stock market any day of the week. Yeah. Like if, if, yeah. if you add up five years of investing in a, in a good multifamily syndication compared to investing in stocks, mm-hmm. like it, yeah. it's a no-brainer. It'll get you a better return. And I think what's interesting about that is, like you said, it is rigged for the wealthy, so to speak. And I think there's a lot of things we can say that for too, right? Mm-hmm. But part of it is, you know, you, you spent some time before you got into real estate to overcome some hurdles, right? Yeah. To go to another level. And I think this is kind of, the resistance where you feel going into this is that right it's yeah. that it's that new level you're trying to embark on and get into yeah you know what i mean yeah. shout yeah. out to that shout out to that horn man <laughs> yeah. i think it was signaling the alarm or something yeah. Let, letting you know you're going into this new level you know what i'm saying <laughs> the, um, you like that right there you like that that's good. Um, the syndication though yeah, that's man big, that's though. uh that's well i just want to say i appreciate you for that because you're yeah. giving everybody a chance to yeah. like invest in stuff and, yeah definitely and you're like it's it's disruptive, but in a good way. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? How yeah. you were saying, like, the big companies lock people out or, yeah. 
you know they make it super hard you know so yeah yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that and i think it's a great idea yeah, yeah. You know? a yeah lot of people, i think a lot of people and it, it could be a lot of people's first way or entry point into just the real estate world mm-hmm. for, and, and, and that's the thing that that's the thing we're trying to do is mm-hmm. give everybody a little insight into it because now if you got a if you got a thousand bucks into this thing what are you doing? You're watching it. Mm-hmm. You're paying attention. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you're paying attention, you're learning. Yep. And then you become slowly more interested. Mm-hmm. You know, become more interested next time you invest a little more. Maybe with me, maybe someone else, maybe yeah. by yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that, like little changes like that, dude, it will, tr- it will change the whole trajectory of your life. That's man. real. Like, yeah, it's man. like. That's real. Yeah. That's real, man. I'm loving, I'm loving the gems, man. Yeah. You're, 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 man, <laughs> yeah. you're definitely a wealth of knowledge, literally. Um, and I think a lot of people can will appreciate this episode and just appreciate the work you do. And appreciate hopefully it. they stay connected and stay tapped in. Um, to actually, for them to stay connected and stay tapped in, what, where's the best way they can connect with you or follow you on yeah. socials? or you che- know, Check me out on uh, Instagram. That's usually best. Uh, Luke, L-U-K-E underscore is underscore winning. Okay. Hey. Yeah, the okay. winning I like team. Let them know, let them know, on, let know what man. you're doing. Let them, what you been up to? I've been winning. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, actually, I did want to ask, what are you excited for when it comes to the future? Like, when you look into the future, what excites you? What gets you kind of, like, inspired? Dude, you know, like, I, I'm always fascinated. Like, I, I feel like we're we're alive at the greatest time ever. You mm. know, like, the, 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 the amount of opportunities that are out there. Are, but one thing I'm really stoked about is I, I'm really excited by crypto. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been in crypto for, for six years now. And it, it wasn't until about two years ago that I really, you know, I bought probably about 12 books on the history of money and crypto to really understand, you know, what it's trying to accomplish and i mm-hmm. think crypto is going to is going to level out the playing field it's going to take some time yeah but i think it's going to level out the playing field for everybody there's there's no reason why just because somebody's born in america they should have a better chance because somebody's born in brazil mm-hmm. and they don't have access like yeah. you know what yeah. i mean and like and it's right. it's it's very uh sadly still like that dude yeah. like you're yeah. you're born in certain parts of the world and hey you're out of the game just because you're born there. structured yeah, and man. set up yeah. In a way. yeah definitely so i think that'll level out the playing field was one was one of those books the internet of money in there um i don't think so it's a popular book i i came across i've seen um it was yeah. actually by one of the it's written by one of like the the early early adopters yeah um but yeah no it's it's interesting. I think, like you said, it's interesting and, and it's important for people to just kind of learn, right? Do yeah. your 10,000 hours, so to speak, yeah. and mm-hmm. learn. Um, okay. You about to buy something in the metaverse? <laughs> you looking into real estate you know, metaverse? I, I, so <laughs> I don't have to bring it up. We were talking about it before the show, so I was like, bro, why not? Why I, not I, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I haven't looked into NFTs too much, but it, it's funny because, like, my homie back in Florida, best friend, He's the guy that got me involved in crypto six years ago. Mm-hmm. He's one of the Shout smartest, yeah, for real. One of the smartest guys I know. And dude, I like, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Yeah. I'd go into his house, he have all these computers because he was mining. Yeah, I said, you freaking nerd, what are you doing? Over there? <laughs> but dude, like that thing, like I bought two coins six years ago for like I don't know five six thousand bucks, two bitcoins and like i haven't sold and i'm like dude thank you yeah. you know because like i yeah. had no idea what i was doing yeah i trust though you trusted him man mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it, it, it's 
you know, yeah, I haven't, I haven't dove into the NFTs and the metaverse. That's no, I'm, just, I'm a simple dude. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I hear you. I, I just, I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious though to ask, like, as a as a real estate investor, an yeah. agent, and stuff. Like, when you when you see that, like, yeah. what? I don't know. Like, what do you what do you think, dude? You know? I get excited, man. Yeah. I get like, I, I I think the world is ever evolving. I think when people see something like that, they get threatened by a new industry. Yeah, your 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 mindset. You got to get your mindset checked. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. You're like, right. there's opportunity everywhere. Yeah, you're right, bro. You know, so it, it's I I I embrace change. There you you go. know, like it, it's that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, hey man, we might see you in the metaverse, man. If <laughs> <laughs> I start a syndication up in there, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, man, this has been a very uh, fruitful and, and beneficial conversation, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get you out of here, we always ask our guests this question. So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why? Passion. Mm. Passion, man. Um, I think. I think if you choose to do something, if you buy into something, it could be a relationship, a job, a friendship. You, you need to find ways to, to get excited about that thing every day and bring a level of passion to it, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it, it's and, and try to carry that around with you on a day-to-day basis. makes life sweeter. Mm. You know? I love it, man. I yeah. hear you. I passion, hear you. man. Got to respect your passion. Of course. Got to yeah. respect your you gotta passion. Protect man. it too, man. Protect That's your it. passion. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? Anybody else? Anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> invest in your passion <laughs> we can go for days man um but yeah man lucas again we just want to salute you um and thank you for coming to the show and, and sharing thank some you. of your journey and your Excellent. stories mm-hmm. super inspiring and hopefully those listening and watching the family members as we call them um can definitely take away something from this episode mm-hmm. erm you got anything you want to say man it was a great episode man. <laughs> yeah. like, you know honestly i, uh, I learned it. a lot you painted a great picture man and uh definitely excited for that syndication of man. course I'm man be on the lookout Hell yeah, yeah man, man. Hey, th- th- thank you guys for having me on I-, I hope i was able to provide some some value yes. here and if oh, if man. anybody out yeah. there you know has any questions in regards to anything i'm an open book man feel free to reach out to me with with questions regarding finance real estate anything um, I think each one should teach one, and that's what I'm all Come about. On, man. So. I love it. Well, on that note, it, we'll man. end it there. Again, uh, you got support with us here at the Up and Up Always. Thank you. Um, and, yeah, I think it's safe to say Lucas Pinto and his entire team are officially members of the Up and Up. Can we get a yeah. round of applause? Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Appreciate bro. you. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate, yes, you. Yes, Appreciate you. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the Up and Up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening, and until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up.